Welcome to the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast. Mormon Mompreneur is a home for women of faith who desire to be strengthened in motherhood and empowered in business. We thrive off of talking with other women with unique experiences and vision who have felt guided by the divine to bring about remarkable things at home and abroad. This podcast with Brittany Call is brought to you by Poppy and Dot. Poppy and Dot is an online boutique that focuses on unique, fashionable, and memorable clothing for women. They allow customers to shop directly from all of their Instagram and Facebook posts, which makes online shopping incredibly easy and fun for you. Check out Poppy and Dot on Instagram to see all of their latest releases, or you can head on over to their website, www.poppyanddot.com, to see their line of Poppy and Dot signature dresses. Welcome to the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast. I am giddy with excitement that I am sitting across the audio table with the lovely Brittany Call. If you have not met Brittany Call, you may know about her Facebook group called the Mamasaurus Kids Club. It is an incredible resource for moms with kids. She is a wonderful entrepreneur who is using her gifts and talents to truly further the joy of motherhood and further the work of the Lord in really, really refining our ability to connect with our kids and be happy while at home and with our families. So I am so happy you are here, Brittany. Welcome. Thank you so much. You are too kind. You speak kind words. So thank you for having me. Hey, we're only allowed to speak the truth here, of course. <laughs> oh, um, well, thank you. <laughs> but I, I really want to dive in. There are some people that may not know you by name. They may not know who Brittany Call is, but many loyal people know what the Mamasaurus <laughs> Kids Club is. If we happen to have a couple of listeners that don't know what it is you do, tell us about Mamasaurus. So Mamasaurus is a Facebook group. It's actually also on Instagram. It's an activity-based Facebook group. All the people on my page post different activities that they do with their kiddos. It's a fun place to hang out and get ideas of things to do with your kids. So it's a lot of fun. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about how Mamasaurus came about. I was pregnant with my second, and I have a two-year-old who is awesome, like very busy, crazy awesome. So I need things to keep him busy. And so I've been having these promptings that I should start an activity page or something like that. I just wasn't really sure how to do it. And so I just kind of kept praying about it and just kept trying to think, you know, talking through it with my husband, trying to think what is going to be the best way to make this happen. So fast forward a little bit. I had my daughter and she was two months old and we were out in the backyard playing. My son was carrying around his little dinosaur and chewing the grass. And I was just sitting on social media and looking through Facebook and I had this aha moment that, oh my gosh, I should start a Facebook group. And then I thought, okay, well, what am I going to call it? And I look over at my son who's chilling with his T-Rex dinosaur and automatically I knew that it had to be Mamasaurus Kids Club. So that was kind of when Mamasaurus Kids Club was born. I reached out on a Facebook page of some wives that I'm in a group with and said, hey, you know what, I'm thinking about doing this activity page, who'd be interested in joining? And within like 30 minutes, I had like 300 people that had commented, I want to be a part of it. So I started it that night and then woke up the next morning to a 1000 pending requests. And 
it just keeps growing like crazy. So it's been really fun. That is incredible. So you've seen some intense growth in just a short time. How <laughs> long crazy. has this actually been going? So my daughter is now six months and I started when she was two. So just about four months. Okay, that's so not very crazy. long. That's crazy. <laughs> You're like brand spanking new. I know. I am brand new at this whole Facebook group, everything like that. Well, that is super inspiring to me because if someone were to come across Mamasaurus Kids Club for the first time after listening to this podcast, they're going to see that as of today, which we're in October of 2016, you have over 12,000 followers in it four is, months. I know. Isn't that crazy? All of those followers haven't come from me. They have been from the other moms that are a part of Mamasaurus. So that is what's so cool about the page is it's all of these awesome moms or aunts or grandmas or cousins or babysitters and they are adding their friends to be a part of this group and so it's just been so fun to watch it grow. I bet you love waking up in the morning. It's like, what is waiting for me? (laughs) It's always a surprise. It's awesome. That's wonderful. So let me just ask you this. In the world of business, Facebook business pages are sort of on their way out due to advertising and visibility. I mean, every business owner that's listening to this is having anxiety attacks (laughs) as I'm talking because of how the dynamic of Facebook has changed. And really a lot of the focus now in Facebook is coming to Facebook groups, which is exactly what Mama Source is also on Instagram, but in the Facebook world, you are a Facebook group. What is it that really sets your Facebook group apart? Because Women can get out there and they can Pinterest activities to do with their kids or they can Google it for crying out loud, right? Super available. What is it about Mama Source Kids Club that has made this explode in just four months? The first thing I would say is find your niche. Find something that's different. That is why Mama Source Kids Club has kind of exploded because I think there are a lot of other Facebook groups that ask for parenting advice and selling things and Personally, I don't really like those because it turns into arguing and fights. And I wanted a place where it could be happy and free and people could just be uplifted after they visit the page. Does that mean I have to be strict about what goes on Mamasaurus? Yeah, I do. And I have to often delete things that don't belong there. First of all is to find something that's different and doesn't already exist out there. And then um, second, I would say just do it. Like open a group, you know. What's the worst that's going to happen? It might be you and your mom, and that's okay. You know, like that's totally okay. That's going to be the worst thing that's going to happen, but it could go to aunts and uncles and sisters, and then they're going to add more friends. That is the cool thing about the group is everyone can add their friends, and it just keeps growing. And then last thing, this might make me sound a little lazy, but you don't have to do all the work when you have a group. That's what's really cool about Mamasaurus is it's all these moms posting about the activities that they're doing with their kids, and it's not just me. We get to see all these other moms from all over the world, which is really, really fun. And was that your vision from the get-go, that you wanted it to be about everyone instead of you dictating activities people could do? Was that your initial vision? No, my initial vision was I'm going to start an Instagram and it's going to be me and my kids and we're going to talk about different activities that we do. So I do have an Instagram and Instagram is just me, but I have way more followers on Facebook where it's everyone else. So maybe people just don't want to see all of me all the time. So they (laughs) love to see everyone else. 
That is amazing to me. Just amazing the kind of camaraderie that you have built from women across the world. So let's open up the back end of your business. How much planning and time goes into the Mamasaurus Kids Club? And second, are you making money doing this? Because this isn't like a add to the cart. I'm paying for things. I work exchanging (laughs) goods. Tell us about those two things in your business. It does take a little bit of time. I mean, I kind of do all the managerial work of Mamasaurus. My sister is one of my admins, so she's awesome and helps me out too. But approving all the requests and going through and deleting comments that shouldn't be there. And then also I'm making sure people know that I'm paying attention to the things that they post. So I try to comment on people's activities that they post and just encourage them like, wow, what a cool activity. I love that. So it does take time, but I enjoy doing it. I've had to limit when I do it. So I do it in the mornings before my kids get up. I try to do it at nap time, you know, when they're asleep and try to do it. And I usually do it when they're in bed. And so, I mean, there are sacrifices that I have to give and take, you know, but it's worth it. And then to your second question, do I make money? Uh, not really. <laughs> I, I am no billionaire. So I'm just barely starting. So like I said, it's been, what, four months. And so I just gotten into affiliate marketing. I'm just starting to reach out to different companies and groups and try to get some affiliates rolling. But as of right now, I'm just an affiliate for Pogo Pass. And so anyone that buys a pass through Mamasaurus using our code, then I get a little chunk of it. And I don't make a ton of money, but I have a lot of fun and I get fun activities for my kids. So I guess it's worth it. I love talking to you about that, and I appreciate your honesty with that. Money can be a touchy topic uh, in general for people, so thank you for being so open. But I consider you an entrepreneur. An entrepreneur doesn't mean dollar signs in my mind. Do you consider yourself an entrepreneur? You know what? I think I do. I think an entrepreneur is somebody who has an idea and who goes after it. And so right now, I may not be making money, but I've got a really fun following behind me. What I do with that following could turn into some sort of business or something that I could make money with, but right now it's not, and that's okay with me. So You have total trust that you're doing what you are prompted to do, and listeners, do not be deceived. She says she has a really fun following. It's true, (laughs) but they are also fiercely loyal to her. I hope I can slip in this example. So in preparation for her podcast, I snuck into her Facebook group and I was looking around just so I could feel prepared to talk to her today. And she had made a post about how she had an upcoming podcast and how she wanted to boost her membership from 10,000 to 12,000 followers. And overnight, tell them what happened. Overnight, you guys, overnight, I had 2,000 pending requests. It was crazy. And now my husband and I just looked before I popped on here. I have 12,500. By the time this airs, I'm not sure how many I'll have. That'll be fun to see. But it just keeps growing, and it's really, really fun. And that's what I hope our listeners will take away is it's not the 12,500. It's the loyalty and the fun that you've created. You've kind of found your own, like you said, your niche. What a wonderful gift you have created for these wonderful women. What advice would you give then to fellow mompreneurs who are listening, who they kind of see a need out there like you did, and they think they can do it, but they just feel really unsure whether to go for it? 
what's holding you back. Really dig deep and think what is holding me back from doing what I'm feeling prompted to do. For me, it was fear and not really knowing how to start it. My son, he has this book and it's called Hooray for You. And there's like a little quote in it and it says, put fear on on the shelf, say goodbye doubt and hooray self. And I just would repeat that to myself all the time and just say, okay, I'm putting the fear on the shelf. I'm going to say goodbye to the doubt that I'm having and hooray to myself for doing this thing. And so I would just say, just go for it. If you see a need and if you're feeling prompted, do it. Never ignore a prompting from the spirit. Elder Razvan in his last conference talk kind of referred to that a little bit where he had a prompting and then he didn't act on it right away. And so then he kind of started praying about it again, you know, what am I supposed to do? And he woke up in the night to these scriptures being repeated to him. And he had the thought come to him, now, Ronald, I already told you what to do, so just go and do it. And so that has kind of rung very true to me that if I feel the spirit about something, I just need to go and do it. And that applies so fiercely, both in motherhood and business combined. Those totally. As we raise these kids and are trying to figure out how to balance things and, and do all those things that we are guided in so many ways, if we'll take the time to figure that out. Thank you for sharing that amazing story. You talked about how you actually did feel prompted to start an activities club. Have you seen the Lord sort of validate your efforts along the way as you've put this together and followed that prompting? Totally. So just things have kind of, everyone, I'm sure all of the Mormon mompreneurs listening to this are going to maybe annoyed when you say just things kind of fall into place. Because sometimes that's annoying. They're like, no, they don't always fall into place. But I feel but like when you, do. but they do, <laughs> when you follow a prompting, they totally do. And that doesn't mean there's not going to be hiccups on the way. That doesn't mean that you're not going to get somebody who's a negative Nancy that posts negative stuff about you on your page, you know, but that's okay. Everyone's entitled to their opinion and you just have to brush it off and know I am doing what the Lord wants me to do. I'm trying my best to live the life that he's asked me to live. And so I'm just going to move forward and try my best to be the best version of myself and do what the Lord wants me to do. That's powerful. Where does real confidence come from? That's a really amazing lesson. When you go to the park or you go to playgroup or something like that, do the other moms know what you're doing? My biggest thing is you have to talk about it. So you have to tell people about it. But I'm going to tell you a story. This is embarrassing. Oh, sweet. So, yeah, it's embarrassing. <laughs> so there was this one particular day, and we were at Chick-fil-A. And my kids were awesome that day, like hot messes, okay? My <laughs> son had Polynesian sauce, like, all over his shirt. My baby, she was just screaming, crying. And I just was sitting there sulking in my Dr. Pepper and my ice cream. Like, both, you guys. I needed both to get through the day. <laughs> Was it an it was, unnamed diet soda? <laughs> it was my unnamed diet soda. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I'm sitting there. My sister-in-law had just left. So I'm there by myself with the two children. And this lady comes up to me and she's super cute and fit. And she says to me, oh my gosh, you are Mrs. Mamasaurus. Automatically just like done, done, done. Like they caught me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh no, like 
And so I just looked at her and smiled and I said, yes, I am. <laughs> and and then she said, say, thank you. Name? Thank you for showing reality. <laughs> Seriously. So then she's like, well, I'm here with my workout group. So I'm like, oh, great. Like, let's add another double whammy. And I said, well, you caught me in a real moment today. And I said, here I am eating my ice cream and I am thoroughly enjoying my ice cream today. <laughs> And she just laughed. And so we talked for a few minutes and my son was smiling and talking to him. So that was nice that he stopped the fit throwing for a minute. And anyway, then I went to leave and I just, you know, peeked over the bench and said, oh my gosh, it was so good to meet you guys. Have a good day. And they were so funny. And they just said, oh my gosh, I think we just met a celebrity. And I just started laughing. I had to call my husband and tell him, I said they caught me at one of my worst moments and they said, oh my gosh, I think I just met a celebrity. And they will never <laughs> forget it. Love. Well, I hope they do because that was a sad day. <laughs> but I guess that is something that I have really learned is to just be yourself. You don't have to be perfect all the time. And I think people appreciate when you're real. That was a powerful moment to me to realize that I cannot play perfect all the time. After that moment, I feel like my videos that I do on Mamasaurus got a little bit more real. And I just was like, you know what? This is us. My kid is crying. He wants fruit snacks in a few of the videos. And so we opened fruit snacks in the video. Like that's just be yourself and be raw and real. You just really nurture that whole idea and it makes everybody feel so comfortable. I was just in your group last night and I was looking at this wonderful mom that was posting how they had kind of played wedding that day or princess that day. So cute, yes. So cute, so simple. And her yes. daughter is just cheering and grinning from ear to ear. And I just thought, this is us being real in our messy mom buns and in our wedding dress that day, just, you know, trying to find anything that we can do to create memories with our kids. I love that idea. Yeah. I told my husband that and then I laughed and, and I said, I'm not sure I'd fit in my wedding dress no. anymore. <laughs> and then one of the moms said, I need like giant safety pins to fit me in my wedding dress. And I said, love that idea. I need the, I need those too. <laughs> There's the optimism. Yeah. There's the optimism. <laughs> There's no question about it that you really are nurturing something that I feel like the Lord would be so thrilled with. And I really, really love that. And we're talking about being real. So when those moments come, when little Miss, what you call her, Negative Nancy, is that what you call yeah, her? Negative, negative Nancy, Nancy pops yeah. in and those things happen. How do you pick yourself back up? Who do you go to who inspires you when you're feeling burned out or like, what am I doing this for? Well, first of all, it totally bums me out. I am by nature a people pleaser. So I love to make people happy. When somebody isn't happy with something I'm doing, it really bums me out. But the people that inspire me to pick myself back up and to keep going are, this is probably going to make me teary-eyed, are my two cute kiddos that God has blessed me with who inspired Mama Source in the first place because I wanted it out to become a better mom and to be the best mom that God wanted me to be. And so ultimately, that is why I started Mama Source Kids Club. That is what inspires me the most, is those two super cute, super crazy little children that God has blessed me with. And then the other moms around the world that post on Mamasaurus, they are constant inspiration to me. Even just the smallest little activities can make such a big difference in their kiddos' lives. 
And I truly believe that women are here to be nurturers. And if they don't have the opportunity to be a mother, they are mothers to other children and nieces and nephews or brothers and sisters. And so we all play a part in God's plan in helping his children, the children of the world, and especially my two cute ones. And those kids, they obviously have been blessed by your efforts in becoming a better mom. How have you seen them be impacted by your decision to pursue the Mamasaurus Kids Club? My son hasn't always been the best at entertaining himself. And so Mamasaurus has been an awesome outlet for that because there's a lot of ideas to have your children entertain themselves and just different activities that they can do. And so some of the activities that we do, I'm like, okay, buddy, I'm going to get you set up to do this and mommy's going to do some work for a little bit. But that is another reason why I love Mama Source Kids Club is because my work is hanging out with my kids and doing activities with my kids. And yes, there's the back office managerial stuff that I have to get done, but the majority of it is just enjoying the kiddos that I have and spending time with them. So, so it's this motivator. It's this yeah. always in the back of your mind, a motivator of how can I be better with these two kids in front of me? Totally. I wake up and I think, okay, well, I need to post an activity today. So what activity do we want to do today? What would be really fun? What would be a fun way to spend time together? It pushes me and encourages me to create those memories with them. Lucky kiddos and lucky moms all over the world. <laughs> I don't world. know about that. They may not say that all the time. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> well, Chick-fil-A is what we do when that happens, right? <laughs> yes, we do. And then that people catch you. <laughs> yes, that's the goal. How do you decide whether to be vocal about your faith in your business or not? I totally have. Around general conference time, we had so many moms post on Mamasaurus about general conference activities. And I just thought, oh my gosh, how cool are these moms that are posting on this page with members and non-members and believers of God and not believers of God, I'm sure. And they're posting about things that they're going to do for general conference. So that sparks an interest of, hey, what's general conference? For me, I want to be true to who I am. And I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I am a Mormon. And that's not something that I'm ashamed of. I believe in God, I believe in Jesus Christ, and I believe in the Spirit, and I believe that the Spirit will prompt us and guide us. That's something that I want to vocalize and to get out. I hope that I do that. I don't think I do it as much as I should, but it's definitely something that I should focus more on. Do you think any business can be used to bear testimony of the gospel? I do. I really do in different ways. I guess it just depends on how you carry yourself and how you are in your business dealings. And people will recognize that you're different and they'll want to know why. And I think it's okay to tell people, hey, how was your weekend? Oh, it was great. You know, I had this war trunk or tree, you know, where people from our church got together. And then on Sunday, I went to church. Those are things that we do. So why are we embarrassed to talk about it? We shouldn't be. It should be something that we talk about on the daily. With that in mind, you're unique because you are Mormon and you're a woman and you also work. Mamasaurus is work. It is play with your kids, but there are some work things that need to happen. And the whole idea of women and working within the church is a challenging topic. To it say totally the least. is. 
very, very challenging. So do you feel different from other women in your ward or other women in general because you have chosen to be an entrepreneur? We recently have moved in our ward. It's a little bit more of an older ward, I would say. And so there's not very many young families. So I found myself kind of having a hard time relating with some of the women in my ward. And so I kind of felt alone in that regard. Well, I went to a visiting teaching conference and we're sitting there talking and they said, you know, what's one thing that's special about you? And I said, you know what? I am the creator of a group called Mamasaurus Kids Club and I spend a lot of my free time working on that. And it was awesome, the response that these women gave. And automatically, I felt connected to them. And I felt like they cared about what I was doing. It just made that instant difference. And so I guess that would be my biggest thing is talk to people about it. You know, share your interests with them. Share with them what you do with your free time. More often than not, I think people are going to be really interested in what you're doing and want to ask questions about it and how did you get into it? And that's an awesome way to share your testimony and to share a little bit about what you do. This is hugely, hugely valuable. I hope you know that. For so many women that may feel different and unable to have the courage to say something, I hope we will be more vocal about what it is that we do. How has your husband been involved with the Mamasaurus Kids Club? What does he think of this whole thing? He's the best. I married a a really cute one. He's lots of fun. I think him and the kids are watching Finding Dory right now. But he's just Mr. Supportive. He always tells me how excited he is about the new followers that come. When I had 2,000 more pending follower requests, he, babe, oh my gosh, did you see how many more followers you have? And he's actually... This is a secret, but he's the only man on Mama Source Kids Club. So it is he's no mis- longer he's a Mr. secret. It's no longer a secret. He is Mr. Mama Soros. So, <laughs> and I bet he wears it with pride. <laughs> it's a, it's really fun, and he actually he works for a software company, and so it's really fun because we like to dream about where we can take Mama Soros. And so I have just on my computer a little dream board about you know what these are some of my dreams for Mama Soros, and so we bounce these ideas off of each other, and he's like, oh man, we could use this software for this or this, you know, and so it's just so fun to have somebody to bounce ideas off of and just somebody that's on board and supportive with what I'm doing. Would you dare give us a sneak peek of one of your dreams of Mamasaurus or some of your (laughs) ideas? You know, I totally would. So I actually last night was telling him I would love to create an app or something like that where it has daily activities that you would do with your children. But then there'd be a list of things you need to buy for these daily activities. So if you're doing water beads one day, you know, here's your list for the month of all of the things you need to get to have your activities planned. And then I would just have a link connecting them so they could just click on the link and then go buy whatever it would be. And so that's one of my dreams is to do something like that. I've also thought of like a motivational Mamasaurus book for those hard days when being a mom is really difficult. And so I thought, you know what, maybe a motivational, a Mamasaurus text or quote or something just to pick you up and remind you that you're, you're doing a good job. Those are both fantastic ideas. What is holding you back from the app? 
I would buy that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Do it with my groceries too. Okay. Well, <laughs> nothing's holding me back now. <laughs> I think just the lack of knowing how to do it. And so right now it's just a dream and something that we obviously I think should make a reality. So you're giving me that boost of confidence. So I'll be your first customer. <laughs> Maybe I will. <laughs> We mentioned before that the idea of women working is taboo within the church culture. And every Mormon mompreneur that we have had on this podcast, Michelle and I, we are faithful, stand behind the brethren, women who would give anything to further the work of the Lord. And my question for you is, why do you think that really challenging atmosphere exists when we start talking about women and working and how do we combat that? Like, why is it happening? What can we do? I think maybe a reason it's happening is people interpret things differently. If a general authority says something in conference, one person can take it one way and another person can take it another way. It should be what are our intentions for being a working mom and what are our intentions for wanting to be a stay-at-home mom. And if the intentions are, you know what, I really feel in my heart that God wants me to start this business and to bless people's life through this business, then go for it and be that person. And if you feel like, you know what, my greatest influence is going to be being a stay-at-home mom, then go for that. I think that is one of my hardest things is there's so much judgment that goes on when it really doesn't have to be. You know, everyone is great for their own reasons. If you're the working mom that's like, oh, this stay-at-home mom is judging me, let go of it. No, they're not. You know, just be their friend. And if you're the stay-at-home mom listening to this podcast thinking, oh, man, look at those working moms out there, well, let go of it. They're wonderful for their own reasons, and you're wonderful for your own reasons. And if you're doing what God wants you to do, then that is all that matters. You can't ever deny when something rings true inside. Let it go. Focus on you. Be the best you can be at what you're awesome at. Awesome. Brittany, this has been amazing for me to sit here and chat with you. And I feel so inspired to just be better and to be more nurturing of those people I'm around and to squeeze my kiddos as tight as I can. So I'm so excited to continue to be a part of your great group. To close this out in good fashion, what would be four simple business tips that you would give to our fellow Mormon mompreneurs that have really brought great balance and energy to your whole life as a Mormon mompreneur? First off, Sarah, thanks so much for having me. It has been so much fun. I think we have laughed a lot tonight. My four business tips would be, one, follow the spirit. There would be no Mama Source Kids Club if I didn't follow the spirit. And so if you're feeling the spirit, even in the slightest, go for it. Jump all in. Number two, I would say that it's okay to say no. That can be one of the hardest things sometimes. People will message me on Facebook and say, hey, would it be okay if I post about my preschool on Mamasaurus? Or would it be okay if I'm posting about this or this? And I so want to say yes because I know that it's a really cool thing that they're involved in, but it doesn't fit the criteria of Mamasaurus Kids Club. So I have to say no. And you can say no in a really nice way. You can say, oh my gosh, what an awesome idea. Do you have a website? I would love to check it out for myself. But I don't think it fits for Mamasaurus. Thank you so much for reaching out. Have an awesome day. So there's really nice ways to say no. You don't just have to be like, uh, no. Third, I would say be yourself. As you could tell from the Chick-fil-A story and from my <laughs> videos, I am myself. 
always and life is very real at our house so just be yourself and be happy with who you are God made you the way you are for a reason and so embrace it and love who you are lastly I would say don't forget to be proactive a lot of times we expect good things to come to us when we are following the spirit but we a lot of times have to kind of jump out and put ourselves out there and reach out to others and say, hey, you know what, I started this group. Would you be interested in doing a giveaway? Or would you be um, interested in joining the group? Um, just simple things like that. So those are my four business tips. Not that I'm super experienced, but that from my four months of experience, that's what I would say. I would say those are wise, wise words for four months into the gig. I think you're <laughs> way, way beyond that. Way, way well, beyond that. Thank you. And one of the things I love is the the idea of being proactive, not only in your business, but you are inspiring moms to be proactive with their kids and getting things done. And there is nothing that will be more fulfilling for them. So I am honored that I've had this chance to to chat with the visionary behind the Momasaurus <laughs> Kids Club, Brittany Call. Thanks for joining us today. And Britt, thanks again for your amazing words of wisdom. Thank you so much. It's been a blast. Thank you for joining us on the Mormon Mompreneur Podcast. Check out our other episodes and learn from other women of faith, motherhood, and business as they share their unique stories and experiences. Go to www.mormonmompreneur.com or the iTunes store to learn more.